As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Charles Scott and I here on Financial Choices Matter. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about planning for retirement's uncertainties. We are certainly walking on eggshells on the regular basis in an uncertain world, especially in 2022 here. Lots of craziness going on. And so we thought it'd be a good time to touch on some of these things from a financial and retirement planning standpoint. And uh, so Charles is back once again to talk with us. It's late August. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting, new and different and exciting going on. And I don't know that there really is. Well, so there life is. is. Well, what? You have you have a webinar. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Jeez. Tell me about Mark. the new webinar. Okay. We're doing one on the 23rd of this month of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the three things you and your family need to know about paying for long-term care. Because a lot of people are going to need it. Two out of three people over 65 will have some kind of long-term care event. And the, yep. you know, the other sort of subtitle of this webinar is, you know, how to not go broke in a nursing home. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to do it. It's on, on the Tuesday, the 23rd. It's at 630. If you want to make sure that we, you get registered, just call the office, talk to Sherry. She'll be sure you're on the list and we'll send you all of the pertinent information about it. So okay. this is... Uh, you can give them a call yeah. at 480-513-1830. Uh, can they go by the website for that, Charles, or should they just call? Uh, call right now. We're we're redoing, we're rebuilding as as we're recording this. We're rebuilding our website. It's almost done. Um, so okay. I'm not sure that it's going to truly be there, but Sherry's always here. So There you go. 480-513-1830. 480-513-1830. Uh, if you'd like to partake in the webinar, uh, which is the three things you and your family need to know about paying for long-term care and how not to go broke in a nursing home. So very cool. So that's going. That's what's going on. And that's that's a part of the uncertainty, Charles. So Oh, for sure. That's a good segue right into our topic this week. There you go. Uh, many, many things that we got to deal with in retirement, obviously, just in normal times. Right now, obviously, we're dealing with, you know, mega inflation here. Uh, so we just don't know how to predict these things. We didn't, you know, don't, don't see pandemics coming and all that good kind of stuff. So how do you construct a plan that deals with unpredictability uh, when that's such a factor? So let's talk about it. What's the, what's the first yeah. key to uh, to just dealing with uncertainty? Well, knowing that you can't predict anything for sure, because mm-hmm. it's a prediction. Just being flexible, uh, right? Well, yeah. And you, you've got to be flexible. You've got to say, okay, I'm going to do what I think is makes the most sense right now, but I'm going to have the ability to switch it if I need to switch it. You you know, you know, know it's going to change. So you don't get stuck on the first choice. Well, hopefully original, you do, right. Yeah, hopefully, well, yeah. Hopefully you're smart enough to realize, look, I mean, nothing's going to stay the same. It'd be lovely to think that it would be. It's a it's a wonderful sentiment sometimes. Well, yeah. But I mean, if, if I'm buying an investment for a client, uh, an exchange rate or fund, I never want to, I never try to buy one that doesn't work well. Yeah. Oh, that right. went down. That's right. exactly what I thought it would do. That's why I bought it. <laughs> right, no, right. that's, that does, you know, but you never know. So you've got to say, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's. You know, let's go. A different well, many direction. times we think life insurance is a good example for we, you buy something, you throw it in the drawer and you're like, cool, I did it. I'm covered. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But things change. But review. Maybe there's something else. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a different way to do it. All kinds of there's all kinds of things. You right. have to be flexible. You have to be adaptable. 
you just can't do it and forget it. You shouldn't. Right, exactly. I mean, maybe you want to maybe you need to take your son-in-law off the policy and put on your favorite podcast host. I mean, you know, it could be things uh, like that. Yeah, right? sure. So okay. You never know. So yeah. uh, let's talk about a few places. But on that one, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, let's talk about a few <laughs> places for uncertainty, Charles. Uh, longevity, obviously, is a big one. I mean, yeah. your job would be easy, and you would be like the the Uber Superman there if we all came with a you know, like a like milk, like if we had a <laughs> had a date on us. <laughs> best if used by. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a little easier to, and we're living longer, and it's the great risk multiplier too. Oh yeah. Exactly. And nobody can predict it. I mean, honestly, we'll always ask folks if we're talking in, on this specific topic. Okay, so how old were your parents when they passed away? How old were your grandparents when they passed away? It's an indicator, you know? but it's and not. And it helps. It helps, but it's not It's not for sure. Yeah. And you're still making a guess. And then you try to plan accordingly to be able to say, okay, well, I'm. we rarely have the conversation with people that say, oh, well, yeah, you're living way too long. So why don't you just <laughs> go out and die? That doesn't make much sense. Because you screwed the plan up. And then the other side of that is you have people that you really hope never go pass away that do early. And it's sad. You've got to come up with what you think makes the most sense. And again, you've got to have, you've got to be adaptable. You've got to be able to change things as you go. And, you know, that, that, that just don't, don't get on, on, on any of these that we're going to address right here, right now. Don't get stuck on it. Don't get hung up on it. Know right. that it's weak. Nobody can predict the future. Well, so yeah, come, come close and 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 be flexible. Take take things into account, but definitely stay flexible. And life expectancy is definitely one of those. I'm in that boat. I'm in that short lifespan expectancy. I am convinced of it. Uh, you know, nine ways from Sunday. And but again, I'm not. I'm not planning for that financially in the event that I'm wrong. So yeah. you know, you can have your modes, you can have your, you know, whatever kind of mindset you're going to want to have, but do yourself a favor and have contingency plans. And that's really what a good plan and strategy is all about. Anyway, uh, you know, we talked about inflation and the various different things. Well, right now, interest rates are ticking up in order to you know, try to curb this, right? That's the conversation that they're having. So there's an uncertainty there for people with interest rates ticking up. Yeah. And again, they go up and they go down. They, they fluctuate. It's just been a while since they've gone up. It's Well, uh, yeah, and that's a, that's the whole inflation thing, which we'll talk about in a second. But you just know that are you invest if you're investing, if you're borrowing money, you want interest rates to be low. If you're investing money, you want interest rates to be high because you earn more interest on it. So it depends on which side of the coin you're on. And you know, if you're trying to predict when they're gonna what they're gonna do when they do it, you're gonna you're back in the guessing game again. And I'm not a fan of guessing. Yeah, I mean, if you're you in can't, a, you can't, you can't guarantee anything, right? But, you know, I can guarantee you that it'll change. If, if you're in a position as a retiree or a pre-retiree where you're maybe borrowing money, yes, you're probably not look, you're not happy to see the numbers the Fed taking up because, you know, it is going to make borrowing money a little bit more expensive. But yeah, if you're not, then it's probably not affecting you as much as you think it is. Yeah, when you can't make any money on a on a money market fund, right? Uh, so anyway, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, uh, future tax rates, same that's thing. That's easy. They're going up. Got to. They're absolutely going up. Yeah. They're the lowest level they've historically really, truly ever been. Um, and they have to go up. We have to, the government has spent money like a drunken sailor. No offense to all of the <laughs> Navy, Navy veterans. My, my daughter, they haven't my, spent it. They ha- no, yeah. it's not their spending. Spending doesn't cause inflation. Printing money out of thin air causes inflation. Yeah. And we'll, I'll cover that in a, in a more, even more. That's what's gone on. So, Tax rates, you have to be able to at least kind of come close to paying the debt. 
and we're not even close right now. And the debt keeps growing like crazy. Yeah. Um, it's gone up since. Well, in two years, President yeah. Trump and since president, it's gone up under it went. I have a I have a chart from the Federal Reserve Bank of cent of. Uh, I think the last three, it's gone up in, in a massive amount. Oh, yeah. It started. It's it's was well, right before Bush. It wasn't too bad. I'm looking at a chart here. It went up kind of steadily to when Obama got elected. And then it, it, over that eight year period of time, it went up quite a bit. It went up like six and a half trillion dollars under Trump and it's gone up two and a half billion under Biden. I mean, two and a half trillion. So yeah. six and a half, six and a half under President Trump and two and a half trillion under well, and, and a huge amount right. of this is, is was stimulus stuff, right? So yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Printed, that's exactly what it was. We that's printed ex- that's, more money. That's all. That's all it is. Yeah. It's 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 that. So, but so and know, we got to pay it back. Got to well, that's the concept, and we're going to try to, and so rates have to go up. When I started working towards the end of the seventies, when I was a kid working for my dad in the store, mm-hmm. tax rates the highest marginal tax rate was seventy percent. People go, I can't um, even fathom that. No, I know that, but you just everybody, but also you borrowed money at a. But that's the high. But again, that, to be fair, that it was the highest rate. But I, I mean, what was no, the average it wasn't. rate? World War Two. That used to be. No, 90. no, no. I'm saying you're saying at the time, seventy percent was like for the high income earners. Oh, for the high income. Yeah, yeah. Earners. What, what was the average? Reasonable... What do you think the know. average was in the seventies? Was it like in the thirties? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I, I you know, but it's it's got to go up. Taxes yeah. are got to go up. Tax rates are going higher. They just yeah. are. They have to. The, the, the government, the government never never has too much money. They always need more. <laughs> right, it's kind of like a good wife, and they and they figure and they never know how to spend it either. Uh, oh, they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just speaking of, I got a, it's a fun little interesting fun fact, sad thing. Um, to that note, I just saw a story where the CIA spent twenty, I want to say it was twenty million dollars, which you know to them is nothing, I guess. Yeah, twenty million dollars yeah. like us probably just breaking a twenty, an actual twenty. Uh, but anyway, they spent $20 million a number of years back on a spy program using cats. Okay. And, of course, it didn't work out. <laughs> the way well, they, they could see well at night. Maybe that was the whole well, idea. Well, and they're quiet, right? They're stealthy. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, and I just oh. thought, this is it, it, to me, I thought, boy, that encapsulates just all kinds of government spending in a nutshell. Sure. Right? Or the, the Alaska Bridge to nowhere. Yeah, yeah, just crazy stuff. The thirty thousand dollars for a toilet seat and thirty thousand yeah. dollars for a hammer yeah, and all those things we know. But yeah. I mean, twenty million dollars to train cats how to be spies. It's like, yeah, yeah. we we got some geniuses. And this was probably in the sixties or the seventies, but still, it's not the point. It's the norm. It seems like they always have these weird ways to do these things. So yes, tax rates have to go up. Yep, they do. Uh, so uh, well, I guess all that being said, Charles, how do we plan for some of this stuff like tax rates going up? If you're if you're getting a retirement strategy in place, are you setting aside more? Are you trying? You need to be more proactive with your tax planning. Yes, you do. You need to know where am I in what tax bracket am I in, and how how far can I go before I go to the next tax bracket? And so you know, it's like taking a required minimum distribution as you get older. We never do the calculation until later on in the year to make sure that we know exactly what it is. And we'll typically coordinate it with, if it's, if they have a complicated financial situation, we'll usually coordinate it with their CPA mm-hmm. so that it's, you know, where are we going to be and how do we want to do this? Do we want to do a Roth conversion? I mean, all those kinds of strategies you have to take a look at and see and just make sure that with the tax brackets potentially changing uh, all the time and people making more or making less. It's just how do you how do you minimize the tax knowing that you're never going to have be able to do it the same way next year? 
Right. So it, it inherit. I mean, we're going off on a tangent here, but inherited IRAs now, uh, a non-spousal inherited IRA, they're the Department of Labor and the IRS are arguing about what's the right way to do it. So they keep coming out with all these rules, and then they then they undo them the next time. So it's like, okay, I have no idea. I'm going to wait till the end of the year, and they're going to tell me. It's a total guess because yeah. they have to because yeah. you can't do it because then they'll penalize you if you do it wrong. But which one? Yeah, it's silly. Well, and that's the point of having a professional to help you navigate some of this waters because, uh, yeah, they're definitely murky for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you, you know, you mentioned the thing was the solvency of the Social Security uh, conversation. Yeah. You know, there's definitely uh, going to continue to be conversation about it. It's a hot sure. poker chip that's going to stay a hot poker chip. Um, I don't know. There's two sides of the coin. Most people say, look, they're just not going to let it go away, and other people are terrified of it. It's easy to fix. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's very simple to change the things, to change the way the dollars go in. It's easy. What will never happen until the very last minute is Congress will never do it. There's no incentive for them to get it done early. There's no incentive for them to take care of this now when they can kick the can down the road till the very end of the time when they have to do it and they will. And that's the sad part about they've done you know, it before. Yeah, that's the sad part about modern government for a long time. Is because and it's not even modern; it's been going on forever. Uh, we, you and I, were joking before the podcast that you know, Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens had a lot of funny comments about Congress, and that was 150 years ago, and it's basically oh, the yeah. same as it is now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I agree with you. I think you know they're not going to let it totally be gone, but there's no upside for any. Different. Yeah, there's no politician who sees the immediate upside of saying. This, that, or the other, because if they're right or wrong, they're they're probably ending, shorting their political career. So they're yeah. just not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'll yeah. just wait until I have to, and then I'll then I'll then I'll you know I'll be right in and I'll take proactive action. So, do yeah, you look at me. Social Security? If we're talking about okay, how do you plan for uncertainty? <laughs> Are we looking? At, do we need to try to plan in a way that that's gravy money? And let's hope that's not our only way of surviving money. Wouldn't that be nice? There's that's never been the case for people. Okay. I mean, human human nature is human nature. People will some people do a great job of planning. The vast majority of people don't do any planning, and some people do everywhere from a mediocre but okay job to crappy job. For most people, the Social Security plays an important role. Yeah, it does. Not the and, only and role, so, hopefully, but an important. Well, role. well, that but yeah, and yeah, no, it's. You you can't help everybody. You just some people won't help themselves. But, but which you know we, we have to be really candid with folks we're meeting for the first time, saying, okay, there's not a whole lot we can do to help. There just isn't. We wish we could, but there's really not. You you don't have enough, perhaps, to be able to do some creative things that that could help. So you know. Okay. We just we're sorry. But, but for those that know. for those that do, Charles, uh, part of the strategy that goes into it is saying, okay, when do we turn it on, and how affect, and how are we using different things so that we're figuring out which buckets of your own money to draw from, right? At what time versus the Social Security? So it it, it plays an integral role in in how, yeah. when, where, and why. Yeah, and most people have no idea what's the optimal way to take dollars out, and should I wait? You know, spousal, divorced spousal, dead spouse. You know, all these things that you know sherry does that stuff she knows it inside out backwards and forwards right so she, you know she in the, in this office i know enough to be dangerous and i defer to her and always have because she just she got it when we when we used to teach classes on it and uh it's you know i can't do everything yeah i hear you okay 
uh, year-to-year stock market returns. Uh, yeah. The uncertainty of this one is is funny right now because obviously people are, you know, they've, we've had a hard time with 2022. We didn't have any problems before because the market was going up for basically 12 years. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there's that's, that's all groovy. But when it gets a little, a little shaky and it gets uncertain, people get frustrated. Well, isn't the goal to be able to retire in any economy? Yeah, I, yeah, ideally, yes, where you have a guaranteed uh, thing set aside that you know that it'll work. I mean, the first six months of this year, the return of the, the markets this time around, it hasn't happened since 1970. Uh, wow. So it's 52 years ago since yeah. this bad a first half of the year occurred. So let's not get too hung up. Yeah, it's it's been awful, but let's not get too hum- hung up on the fact that you think it's going to happen over and over and over and over again. I don't think it will because in the long run, stuff goes up in value. Well, I mean, market corrections are a normal part of its cycle. Typically, you yeah. have five years or so You know, when you, you have different kinds of things. And God willing, if you're going into retirement, Charles, you're going to live long enough to see Probably multiple corrections and multiple administrations and multiple tax change rates. So and having, multiple markets going back up again. Yes, yeah, so, yes. I mean again, having a strategy to survive any of that. Saying, well, I got to do something now because of this current administration kind of thing is it, to me has always struck me as silly because it's like, yeah, take advantage for also for the taxes, for example. Obviously, with the tax rates are still where they're at, they're still low. So maybe taking advantage of tax planning now while they, those rates are low does make sense, but. Sitting there saying, well, they'll just stay that way three presidents from now is silly because you have no clue. No, you don't. So I I don't want to beat the word guess, G-U-E-S-S. I don't want to beat it to death. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you're just guessing because you don't know. Again, can't predict the future. Try to make the wisest choice you possibly can, given all the information that's available and having the expectation that it's probably not going to be perfectly accurate. Yeah. Well, let's let's finish it off here with the the, the uncertainty right now that most people are worried about. And that's inflation. You know, yeah. it's like, how do, how am I supposed to, you know, keep my plan functioning? You know, if I'm making, let's just say an average return or let's just say it's something normal, like a seven or eight percent return. And we've yeah. got nine percent or 10 percent inflation. Nine percent, nine point one is the official number. But let's be honest, it's that's not really the true number, at least in my opinion, Charles, because the things that you live, if you go look at like food costs, fuel costs, rent costs, things of that nature, those are all more like 15 to 30. Yeah. And it's inflation is a monetary phenomenon. I've, I've said it multiple times on these podcasts. Two things happen. A, the world shut down when COVID happened. The economy of the world ground to a halt because governments everywhere stopped it. Mm-hmm. And the government, at least in this country for sure, and in most of the other advanced nations, then poured gobs of money into the system to keep people afloat. Well, had they, so you did the two worst things you could possibly do, right? print right. print money and stop production. So when you go back to economics 101 and, and it's supply and demand, you suddenly yeah. gave people a, a, a big supply of money and the demand for the production of the products and the services disappeared. Yep. So what are you going to do? It's the apples thing. I mean, you and I've done this. We've before. done it before, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, now, now we, we got, think we think it's going to come back down, and most economists yeah. are thinking it's going to come back down. But it still makes people wonder, hey, how much is this going to derail my plan? Well, because it's been you know five months or so, uh, I don't think that it's going to be long term, much past the year. But it probably will take the rest of this year for it to creep back down. Oh, and I would think it's going to go into next into year. Into next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at, towards the end of next year. I think, you know, it's it, between the words inflation and recession, the public is monumentally confused about A, what's caused it, how do, what's going to happen to it, and, and B, how are we going to 
get through all of this stuff because yeah. this is not a. Re- I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on a recession issue. This is not a recession. In the truth, in the normal sense, it's not. And there, and there is only one group in the country that defines a recession, and that's the National Bureau of Economic Research. And there, it's not two quarters in a row of negative GDP. It's not. Um, but that's what so, they run with. Well, that's what the 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 media doesn't know jack about finances. Yeah. So everything they say is basically almost always incorrect. They don't get it. They don't ask. They don't even know what questions to ask. And if they ask the right question and they got bluff for an answer, they wouldn't know it was a bluff. I was talking so, with an economist the other day, uh, Charles, and, and we were ha- we were having a chat about it. And he was like, you know, all the indicators of a normal recession are just not there. Uh, exactly. com- companies laying people off. Uh, companies cutting back on on production, companies you know uh, cutting costs. They're, that's not happening. People that you know the jobs. People are still looking for jobs left and right. Companies are looking for jobs right, left and right. Not people are looking. There's plenty of jobs out there. Companies are trying to find people. Find people to fill uh, the jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all the indicators, other than the GDP being you know technically down for two quarters, are the opposite side of a normal recession. And yeah. so often we, in financial planning, we hear you know it'll it, it feels different this time. That's a catchphrase that's been going around for a while. This one really is simply for the fact of what you just said. You you close a globe and you print gobs of money and it totally changes things and it takes a while to correct that it is a system it's just like a like an ecological system there's there's ebbs and flows it's a circular kind of thing it takes a little while and the federal reserve doesn't have the capacity never has had the capacity to offset this instantaneously it takes them a long time and the tools they're using now are different from the way they used them 15 or 20 years ago yeah so it's just everything's different. You, you could throw that into the wheel as well uh, of the spoke of this whole thing because they kept bringing the Fed rates down during the pandemic in order to also help people stay afloat, which of course yeah. then left them with nowhere to go when, a re- yeah. when uh, uh, the inflation started to happen, which is why they're doing what they're doing now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a perfect storm. Just characterize it as a great big mess. It'll get yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, but you got, but you still got to, I get it. You still got to plan for it. You still got to make sure. So maybe that just means, you know, being a little smarter during the inflation period, not getting too crazy. If you're already retired, not overly dipping into things. Now, if you go out and look around, people are traveling, people are going yeah. places because yeah. also due to the pandemic, everybody's like, I want to get out and do some things. Yeah. So just be smart yeah. a little bit and also talk with your advisor, adjust your plan. Because if you are spending and inflation is up, just make sure that you're not getting too hog heavy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, we went a little longer than we would normally do, so let's take an email real quick and we'll get out of here. But it was a great conversation today, so I really enjoyed that. Well, Uh, good. Jim and Mesa. Yes. Jim, if you're listening, buddy, here's your question. He says, I want to save more for retirement than what I'm allowed to put in the 401k. Other places for me to drop this money, Charles? Okay. First of all, is it a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k? If it's a traditional 401k, you're stuck with a limit. Um, I would suggest if your company has a Roth 401k, you're still stuck with the same limit, but I would start putting new money into the Roth 401k. You could have it's both. Come up. You could, uh, yeah, you actually you can, but you can still only have one total limit. Ah, gotcha. Okay. You could split it half and half, but you still only get one. Okay. Okay. The other alternative to that, if you still have money that you want to put away, I'm going to come back to something that I talk about on a regular basis, and that's cash value life insurance. There is no limit. There is you could put as much money into it as you want to, mm-hmm. um, and the, done done correctly. A, you have a death benefit if you pass away before you plan on it, and B, if you don't, you have tax free income in the future. 
And let me give you an example of a young professional lady that we're working with. Okay. She's 35. She's in the tech world. Our suggestion to her was if you, you got to pay attention to the numbers here because this is what's astonishing to people. If you, she's 35 years old. I said, put $1,000 a month away for 20 years. Okay. And she said, uh huh. I said, okay, that's $240,000. I get it. Right. Put $1,000 away until you're 55. At 55, stop. Wait 10 more years till you get to 65. And I just did 65, not because it's Social Security or right. you know, Medicare, just because it's 10 and 10, 10 and 10 to get to 20, so wait for 10 more to get to 30 years, and then turn it on. And she could tell, so she put $1,000 a month away. Then you turn it on at age 65, and it'll run to somewhere between age 95 and 100, and you're going to take out $10,000 a month tax free. And her face? Did, 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 you know, it's just kind of like, Get out of here. <laughs> you're making that up. <laughs> yeah, you're that's that's impossible. I said, no, it's not. That's the way it works. So that's the that's that's the simple concept behind it. So Jim might be a little older than that, but again, it's still look at look at this. Look into this because it's just absolutely if you've maxed out your 401k, could be something to consider. Yeah. Something to consider. And and if because there is no limit, you could put a hundred thousand dollars a year in if you wanted to. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, there you go, Jim. So thank you so much for the question. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hopefully that helps. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about that, then reach out to Charles, have a conversation, or anybody else that might be in a similar boat as Jim where they're maxed out and they're looking for other places to park some cash. Then give him a jingle, have a conversation, get on the calendar, whatever you need to do, but take some action for yourself. Reach out to Charles and uh, his lovely wife and get on their calendar with PelotonCapital.com. Stop by the website. You can do it all right there. PelotonCapital.com. Again, P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N capital.com or call them at 480-513-1830, especially if you want to attend that webinar coming up on the 23rd. Just call that number, let Sherry know so that you can get a spot reserved. 480-513-1830 and she can get you the links and all that good stuff. Charles, yep. thanks for hanging out, buddy. It's a blast. Always is, Mark. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, folks. Thanks for enduring us. i going a little bit longer this week, but you know what? It's our podcast. We can do that if we want to. So <laughs> we'll catch you next time right here on Financial Choices Matter with the one and only Charles Scott. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.